Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Breaking Bread podcast. <laughs> Kim here, filling in for the guys at Pathway. We're launching our new season, and we invite you to listen and take part of the conversation. This season, we want to focus on returning to the basics in a Christian walk, remembering our fundamentals like prayer, fasting, worship, and a few others, just to name a few. We want to thank all of our sponsors and partners for supporting us and this project. So, from all of us here at Pathway, may God bless you always and may God keep you. Amen. at hand we know is setting the stones setting the stones and typically uh we want to we want to address a few things we understand that for those who are barely coming to god for those who are barely getting to know what it's like to be christian or who are experiencing the faith and maybe they're visiting church for the first time we don't know or maybe you're you're interested in knowing you know who god is or what god represents it's just in general just curious about what a christian lifestyle might be right right we we <laughs> some people are notorious for dressing it up really 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 bad really bad mm-hmm. we've seen them on the news you know i don't know if you can call them uh, i don't think they're radicals those probably are fanatics causing destruction and mayhem and whatnot <laughs> it's just oh yeah yeah those people out there with the signs and whatnot yeah there you go that guy the guy screaming <laughs> hate hate the gays and all that stuff yeah no uh, he needs to talk with Jesus a little more, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but to the topic at hand, setting the stones. So a question. Okay, so typically questions are going to be something that is going to help us get a little closer and a little better perspective about what we want to talk about, right? So maybe in your mind is like, what what does this phrase look like to a non-believer, to a visitor, to somebody who's just coming to to the feet of Jesus or just generally you want to have a, a good um, uh, maybe icebreaker is a good way to put it I don't know yeah. so one must consider the old practice in building altars we know that throughout history um, Israel the people of Israel before they became a land you know all their ancestors they were notorious for building altars and we know that they would always have sacrifices there were always things that uh, we would give unto God for either thanking for the harvest for uh, for literally blessing us or just maybe they were paying back for all the sins they caused you know this was a, a regular practice that we know from the Old Testament and in, I believe that in the New Testament it kind of started fading off a bit um, so we want to go to our first verse in reference if you can read that Danny for me Deuteronomy 27 5 chapter um you want me to do, you want me to do the lt mlt version right yeah, whether it be whichever version uh either one whatever whichever one okay well I'll, I'll just do the one that you uh, you sent me so uh it says uh <laughs> then build an altar there to the lord your god using natural uncut stones you must not shape the stones with an iron tool okay so here this verse let's break it down a bit right he the the verse starts saying then build an altar to there to the lord your god the 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 god that we believe the god that we right now as christians are pursuing we we want to capture his interest we want to make sure that you know we we have 
uh, his uh, his attention, that his his blessings are on our lives, and we 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 atone back with worship. You know, we give back worship, right? That's the idea here. Using natural uncut stones. Natural uncut stones. Well, when you're in a quarry at first and you're looking for a particular kind of stone, you'll see that they'll come in ores or they'll come like in, in big, like uneven rocks. It's just literally just a giant rock. It hasn't been cut. It hasn't been, there's nothing to it. It's just literally been dug from the ground. Right. We, it's the natural stone. It says you must not shape the stones with an iron tool. So here we wanted, they, the Lord personally wanted an altar that was not made of stones that were shaped by tools. And there's symbolism to this. We want you to understand that, uh, well, the reasons why these were natural, it was to pretty much represent something that was bigger. There's a bigger idea to this, obviously we know. And the first reason being, we know God uh, demanded obedience. He commanded obedience. It's a, it's a huge thing you read in the Old Testament when you go back. You know, it says, for the Lord your God says or commands or, you know, says unto thee or decrees unto thee. A lot of that right. was said, you know, from the mouths of prophets, from, for people who were used to interpret visions, dreams, all the time. It was it was obedience to God. So that's that was the reason. Another one, it, it was made because people of that time period were notorious for shaping stones into creatures, into replicas of people's faces. Obviously you needed something to worship, right? Because a lot of people believe that if you worship something, good things would happen. You know, the rain right. would come, you'd have a good harvest, your uh, your animals would, would breed and they'd be plentiful. That's what it was for, obviously for them. Uh, but what we wanna, really kind of cover here is to um to address that the lord's salvation the plan for salvation the idea for us to know god to believe in him to uh you know ask forgiveness for our sins live a life accordingly and reverence him with worship and all that that giant idea of salvation that's that's the idea behind these giant stones that's what we want to cover because why would you want to mess something that's already perfect? Why would you want? Exactly. Why would you want to use a, 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 a chisel, you know, and an iron tool to mess up what was already a good plan? We know yeah. that. We know that throughout history, man has obviously been influenced and has been inspired to write, you know, things and the gospels and the letters to the churches. Um, Paul was one of the one of the great authors that we know uh even the apostles when they wrote their letters and when they wrote their books everybody was accordance with the one another and you can tell things were constantly happening and you could go back and <coughs> oh, sorry <coughs> that's the chili that's coming back from the tacos <laughs> Jesus. hey bro you need some water bro i got yeah, you I, I got it see? like i got my well while he's taking a little sip you know i think also uh we, we need to really try to remember what he's saying right now because this is going to make sense at the end um you know about the stones you know because we as humans you know god knows our character and he knew that he will that that if he just told us to do this certain altar that we will make our own perspective be like oh no i'm going to make it look like this i'm going to decorate i'm going to decorate it 
and it loses the the symbolism of why that altar is there for. Yeah. Precisely the head on the nail right there. So across all this, we know that the plan for salvation was already this in mind. That's why we have setting the stones. We have an idea of what uh, God wants for a Christian life. We have an idea of what God wants to uh, instill in a character for a Christian, both you and I. You know, there are attributes that would pretty much shine and, and would become relevant to others because you know when there's a Christian you know when there's somebody yeah. who's not like the others Right. we're not referring to racism but rather you know when there's that one person or that one brother that or like that person is cool for references like for me I was known for not using curse words yeah yeah. I was known for, for not being uh, like super vain about stuff because they'd be like well, dude, like, don't you want to like wear the nicest clothes? Don't you want to wear the the fitted hats? I'm like, yeah, that's, that looks cool, but it's not who I am. I mean, I can't afford it, but it's it's, it's not who I am. <laughs> and um, that was an example, right? So here's another verse reference that I want to go to. Uh, Daniel chapter two, verses 34 to 40, uh, 49. We're not going to read them all, but we're going to read chapter 34. Can you read that for me? Yeah, yeah. It says, as you washed a rock was cut from a mountain, but not by human hands. It struck the feet of iron and clay, smashing them to bits. Okay. Do you want to continue? So that let, let's let's read back to that rock. What, what did it say about the rock? It was cut from a mountain. Right. But more importantly. Oh, but uh, not by human hands. Yeah. It was it wasn't made by human hands, so we know that there was. So okay, so reference for this uh, this chapter, it was a a vision that was given to the king at that part, at that moment, right? And Daniel was 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 pretty much uh, uh, interpreting what it meant. Right. And it goes on to talk about certain kingdoms and certain uh, eras and points in time where uh, this rock, this chosen people. This people that were to be feared, known that would come back and abolish all these other kingdoms. But we know that that rock wasn't, it's not, wasn't in that time period yet. We know that through right. time, all these, all these people, obviously we're here, you know, <laughs> like yeah, we're, right. we're the USA now. We're not under, under that kind of leadership anymore because we've progressed. We've done medicine. We've done science. We've done all these things that God has allowed us to finally reach and to use for our own advancements and for our own health and for our own uh, uh, convenience is a good word. <laughs> Cause I mean, you back then you could drink water straight out of a cup, let alone, you know, like a pool or a well. But now we use straws yeah. and the convenience of ice. <laughs> Praise God for now that. Now we're a little extra. Now we're a little extra. So that's what we that's what we wanted to cover. Uh, let's go to Matthew twenty one forty two. Here's another reference for a stone. Can you read that, please? Uh, Matthew twenty one forty two, right? Yeah. It says, "Then Jesus asked them." Didn't you ever read this in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. Now, 
we know that at the center of salvation, at the center plan for salvation, it needed to be Jesus to right. forgive us of our sins, to give us a clear insight on how to live a healthy Christian life. When we refer to a, a healthy Christian life, yes, you can uh, you can refer to eating well and uh, doing the most to to bring forth a good uh, good nature in just knowing how to uh, keep your temple clean, how to uh, stay away from fatty foods, how to stay away from malpractices. Like even the even the Jews knew to not wash their hands in water that was still in one place. They had yeah. to run one. They, they practiced this. They, they had like 600 and something laws, you know, that, that would tell them like how to live, yeah. right? So yeah, God <laughs> wanted to make that part of our, our life, but he kind of wanted to minuscule it and give it a good perspective so you can understand how to captivate all that stuff into just a few basic principles. And right. we're going we're gonna to talk about that. In Exodus 20, 25 is the next verse we want to uh, read. It says, if you use the stones to build my altar, use only natural, uncut stones. Do not shape the stones with a tool, for that will make the altar unfit for holy use. Okay. So now we're saying that all these stones that, that typically we would use to make an altar, we want them to be natural. Right? Well, we, we talked about the uncut stones from the beginning. So what is the significance of altars? We know that through time, an altar was raised up in an area of worship, right? In a house of worship where people can come and honor God with offerings. That's where people would come and obviously give up uh, uh, the cattle or the bison for, you know, their sins for or whether it be doves, whether it be clean animals with no blemishes, things like that. That's what that's what that was for uh, and prominent with in the Bible as God's table. That's also another way to say it, a sacred place for sacrifices or gifts offered up to God. OK, there was a whole practice on how things had to be done. And there was a whole uh, it's very tedious what the prophets had to do to get all this stuff up and, and, and running. You know, you had to make sure that the, that the blood was was uh, was taken out first and all the other things like the fatty parts cut off and, you know, who had to get what. But our main significant our main viewpoint is is um, understanding this, this process. Right. Because we're talking so much about altars. We're talking so much about stones. But what is it referring to? So in the Bible, uh, we have a particular five teachings. Five. And uh, there's there's many things you can take from the Bible, obviously. You know, there are many things you can learn. But these five in particular are just bullet points. Things you want to kind of be mindful, you know, in your Christian life, in your Christian walk. One of them is being merciful. Okay. Uh, can we read uh, Luke chapter 6, verse... Uh, 36? Yeah, please. It says, uh, you must be compassionate just as your father is compassionate. Okay. And quickly hear Matthew 5, uh, verse 7, please. It says, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Right. So being merciful... Typically, we know we don't deserve it. <laughs> and yeah. we know when someone has done wrong, you obviously want to get even half the time. And when you don't, you know, you hold a grudge and that kind of 
tears at it tears at you or when you know you can't you know you you typically just build up this anger and all this all these feelings that aren't good for your your mind they aren't good for your soul because it makes you bitter it makes you bitter yeah. you you can't yeah you can't function because half the time like man that guy cut me off or man this guy like he, he told me i was i was no good you know like who's he to judge me or who are they to, to tell me who i am be merciful forgive okay that leads to the next one forgiveness uh can we read luke 6 uh verse 37 I said, do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. So how many times can we say, literally, how many times can we say someone has done us wrong, whether it be on the freeway, whether it be at the grocery store, whether it be at our jobs, there's always somebody who's got a, a high horse or is just thinks that their 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 mind is always in the right place and they gotta tell you off they gotta they gotta yeah. gotta give you their two cents or they they just think that the world is revolves around them and that's it right, right. it's one of the most annoying things but that's that's how humans are we're imperfect yeah. and, and, and you know too it's very interesting because we might be all flustered out we might feel like, man, I need, I need to do this, I need to do that. While the other person is word-free. Right. They're not even you know? thinking about you. They're just going no. on with life. And, and we're making ourselves sick because, oh, man, I should have done this. I should. It's like, relax. You know? Yeah. Or, or how many times have you, uh, uh, have you gotten in a fight with somebody, right? And they said something like a, a good comeback. And then, like, maybe an hour later, you're like, I should have said that, you know, like, man, I, sh I should have gone with this. He said my shoes yeah. were whack, you know, I should have said his mustache was like uneven or something. Oh, how dare you, bro? Oh, man, man, I, told you that I can't grow topic, one. Man. I can't grow one. You know, I, <laughs> facial hair is not, is not my forte, obviously. Um, okay, seek goodness. This is the next one. Can we read uh, same chapter, Luke 6, verse 45? It says, a good person produces good things from a from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart what you say flows from what is in your heart now if our heart is not set or here let's put it this way let's put it more in more uh, in a more blanketed term the flesh if your flesh is not under control if your flesh is not dead brother juan you know was talking about this a lot uh, about the flesh constantly dying every single day the yeah. flesh being this huge uh thing that is just oh you know instead of showing up for prayer on a wednesday you want to be you know catching up on netflix on your anime or uh maybe disney plus has the new episode of the mandalorian you know season what are we on season three now the mandalorian season four i don't know i don't i don't watch uh, <laughs> disney plus but... you're like i show up for prayer on wednesday <laughs> i'm there at church bro i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i'm like whether whether you whether you should be showing up on sunday morning to the discipleship classes amen somebody 
<laughs> but you're out having breakfast. Ah! Yes, I've, I've suffered that one. I've, I've, I'm not even going to front. I've done that. Yeah. Um, literally. But seeking goodness, seeking things that are, are good attributes, good characteristics that will help you, literally help you, literally help you uh, ascertain things that are going to be, it's pretty much like having a good conscience. Think about it that way. Having uh, uh, your thoughts moving towards, oh, okay, if I know if I know if I stick around this crowd, this is gonna happen. If I know I have these kind of friends, this is the things that I can uh, that I can expect. If I'm around these kind of people, these kind of things, these kind of environments, I know what's gonna come. You know, understanding consequences that come with your choices you make, understanding consequences that come with the things you want to put first. You know, your priorities. Seeking, there's a which Bible verse is it? Uh, seek first the kingdom of God. And uh, do you have it tabbed? I know you have it tabbed. You're you're a scholar, so I know you got this one tabbed. Now I'm trying, Mister. Chat, if if you guys have it, put it down in the comments, please. While he looks for that, we also have respecting others, which is a huge one. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And what is and Matthew, all, Matthew six thirty three? And all other things shall be what added unto you. Added unto you. When you seek first the kingdom of God, you know there's gonna be revelations. And we're not talking about oh I see a giant six winged creature with a bunch of eyeballs. <laughs> no, we're talking about you know the goodness of God reflecting on your life right. and saying you're you're a crappy dude sometimes. <laughs> you know right, you got a you right. got a bad attitude. Or sister, you need to get it together. You know, hermana chavita telling you, and that's mal, mijo. You know, yeah. those are the kind of things that that you can expect. Um, so respecting others, this is another trait. This is another stone. This is something else that we can add to this altar, right? And uh, can we jump to Luke fourteen eleven, please? It says, "For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble." humble themselves will be exalted okay let's read the first line again for the people in the back this is this one has to resonate with somebody for those who exalt themselves will be humbled okay how and many those who humble themselves will be exalted okay how many people you know are just flaunting all their they're flexing all the things they got all the promotions they got all the all the the, the little tidbits and and flashy yeah. things and you're just like, that's cool, man. And you're the guy who's just like, you know what? That's awesome. I, I love that you're you're being blessed right now. I love that you're, but you swear, you know, that they got they're just doing it just to say it. Yeah, yeah. Those, those people are gonna be humbled, right? But then again, you gotta. This is why we. This is why we seek goodness. This is why we search first the kingdom of God. Can Can you give an example of how this looks like? Uh, which one? The respecting others part? No, the exalt. When they exalt themselves, they will be humbled. Because I'm thinking about one. Um, okay, uh, definitely. Uh, this happens a lot with worship leaders. It happens a lot with mm. worship leaders. Um, there are those who are talented. We, uh, You spoke about this. Uh, there are those, there's people who have talent and there are those who work hard. You know, God doesn't look for the people who are ready, but rather the ones that want to be used. 
shoes that are available and sometimes we got people that just like they will do they will work through they will walk through hell and high water to just be at that limelight to be in that spot and they will cut corners they will be unprepared they would be the ones to badmouth you that happens a lot and what happens at the end of the day all this all the all the steps they wanted to try and take to get to where they were crumble yeah why because we don't they didn't use the stone as its natural way, right? They chiseled right. it off. Yeah. They tried to make it into their own image, thinking that they can do whatever they, they could do to get where they wanted to. Yeah. You know, we commend we commend their persistence, but obviously they weren't taking first the kingdom of God. Yeah, because they were <laughs> exalting themselves. They were putting themselves above the rest and not letting God be the one. Yeah. See, this is be, be the center of it. Be the center. Uh, I, I don't know if you want to name your example because I, I know you, I know you got one too. Oh no! So I I was kind of thinking you know like you know when um, I was thinking about this one because it, it kind of happened a while back. Mm-hmm. You know there was this person that uh, came and it had like the brand new like car del año, you know, and they were like man bragging about it they were i mean they like put rims and you know sound system (laughs) and then you know it got in a car wreck oh you know and it's like i'm not saying that you know that's the that's the reason that it happened but i mean when you're exalting yourself oh look at look at what i got look at what i have then god is gonna find a way to humble yourself and be like all right i could have had a new car yeah you know and i didn't have to be so you know oh yeah i got this i put the no man you can get a, a brand new car and be humbled about it yeah you could be thanks god for giving me strength to work these long exactly. hours to get exactly. this car that i know i need right mm-hmm. to adorn it with things that you know i want like some nice uh pioneer uh speakers or yeah like, you know put a nice little 10 inch uh tablet in there just for no reason you know <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey hey you're borderline right there man you, you need to come back bro <laughs> you know to, to, to take out the seats and put some nice leather wrap seats i don't know i'm just i'm just you know throwing darts out there <laughs> i'm just throwing stones just kidding <laughs> but, but that leads also into being kind you guys Let's yeah. Being kind. Can you read that? It's all. It's literally. It's like in the same book, dude. Luke, right here. These like last bullet points. Luke was on it, bro. Luke was on this one. Uh, Luke chapter six, right? Verse thirty-one. Can you read that for me? It says, "Do to others as you would like them to do to you." The golden rule, ladies and gentlemen. Can we read it one more time? Do to others as you would like them to do to you how would you like to be treated literally what is guys empathy empathy here this is this is what christ calls for the church if you want to if you want to feel you know loved if you want to feel surrounded by others be that person too give back you know don't be afraid to say hey how's your day going don't be afraid to reach out how's your day going what's going on what's new 
don't be afraid to to if somebody's like oh man i didn't have enough for that for that drink dude i got you it's okay it's only a couple bucks yeah if somebody yeah. is in need offer up if you have it and if god puts it in your heart amazing dude you're doing the yeah. lord's work if if somebody needs advice knowing very well that you've been rested up and you're in God's word, you're you're out here being merciful, you're forgiving folks, you're seeking the goodness of the Lord, you're respecting others, you know, then you're, you're pretty much qualified to give a little something, you know. Oh, yeah. Give it a little nugget because God's obviously going to back you up, right? Now, and you know, honestly, those little actions take you a long way, man. Oh, dude, this, this is why the, the primary stones, man. This is the, the uncut stones. These are the things that are natural. These are things that are natural for a Christian life. This is stuff yeah. that's going to help you in the long run. And it doesn't cost anything. Nope. Well, yeah, labor. It'll cost you labor because some of this stuff, some of us are, are just so dense and we're just so like, we cannot be broken. It's just sometimes we're just so yeah. stiff. We're, we're hardened. And we know that if we try to let anything in, we're going to care and we don't want to get hurt. And But God tells you, you know, he commands you, be merciful, forgive, seek goodness. This stuff will bring you peace. This stuff will bring you a, a, a peace of mind that's not going to take you. Uh, uh, it doesn't take much, honestly. Yeah. It's going to be hard at first because you're like, man, they did me wrong. What the heck? Yeah. Okay, but if they're, they're obviously not thinking of you in the, in the middle of the night, you're over here plotting how you're gonna slash their tires or how you're gonna be stealing all their Amazon packages for the next month. I don't know, you know, the devil be working, Mr. Hey, <laughs> hey, you never know, man. <laughs> we never know, but literally, just be kind. You know, if someone's having a bad day, don't push them down, man. Don't kick nobody down. If someone's having a bad day, you know, you don't have to get too invested either, but just be like, hey, you know, God loves you. There's a plan for your life. You know, get to know him a little bit and, and then you'll get to know, you know, the, the, the peace that Jesus gives, the, the peace that that he installs in one, that, that that Holy Spirit. Can we say that? The Holy Spirit that comes oh, yeah. in and just stays in your, in your life, in your body, in, in you. Because at the end of the day, we got to realize we are temples. This, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm a pretty big temple. I'm a cathedral. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm a Sistine Chapel. And I'm beautiful. I don't care what anyone says. Man, you're beautiful, bro. I'm, I'm beautiful. You're beautiful, man. This is my truth. <laughs> this, is, this is me. Um, here, let's read Matthew 6, uh, chapter 6, verses 22 through 23. Can you read that for me, bro? Yeah, it says... Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Yeah. What, is, what, are we, what can we go back to? If these stones are not built, these simple stones, these clean stones are not built in the altar that is the temple, that is a place of worship. Yeah. Oh, dude, I felt that. I'm preaching to myself, yeah. bro. If these simple stones are not placed in your life, 
they don't have to be in, in, in order. There's no order to this. But there right. is a call for being merciful, forgiving others, seeking goodness, respecting others, being kind to you and others. Okay, these are the stones. If your eye, okay, if your eye, these these are the windows to the soul, fam. That's what they say. These are the windows to yeah. the soul. And if they're dirty, if all their perspective sees is evil, what's yeah. gonna happen? What's gonna happen? It says right there. But if your eyes are unhealthy, if they're if your perspective is bad, if your mindset, if your if what you see is nothing but the bad, is nothing but the is, is damnation, is nothing but uh, uh, a loss, is nothing but sadness. Oof, if if it's nothing but perished potential, mm-hmm. if it's nothing but that, then you can rest assured that what's inside this temple, what's inside your body, what's inside this heart, this flesh, what's inside housing. What's supposed to be the spirit of God is not going to be an inviting place. It's not going to be a person that you want to have around. It's not going to be a person that you want to portray to anyone. How can anyone stand a dirty house? Come on. Yeah. Let's read. I know I'm hurting somebody right now. That's why. <laughs> Philippians. I know. You know, sometimes we actually got to like reflect and be like, yo, is is my house really dirty? No, my, you know, is my it, office is, is my dirty. Temple, is, is it dirty? My, my office is you know? dirty. I believe that. You know, because it's funny, bro, because I don't think, I don't think a lot of people realize, but dust accumulates Oof. so fast. My keyboard, Lord. Clean my keyboard. You know, I, I, you know, I'm I'm dead serious. I was looking at the keyboard like a couple days ago. And I'm like, how is this so dirty? <laughs> you know, like I don't got no dirt in my hands. You know, like I'm not playing. <laughs> like, no, man. As if yeah. a dead skin follicles and everything. You know, it just yeah. All right, here, help me read Philippians uh, chapter one, verse twenty. Philippians chapter 1 20 it says uh, I eagerly expect and hope that I will be sorry I'm going to read that again Yeah. Uh, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed but will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body whether by life or by death. Now, we know that when we die, everybody comes to pay respects. Your friends, your family, your exes, people that you impacted, your enemies will be there. They probably won't yep. be inside the church praying for that you have a nice afterlife or something, that you go with Jesus. They're probably praying that you burn in the pits of hell somewhere, like a nice little spot. <laughs> but <laughs> the point is that we have to have sufficient courage so that now and always Christ will be exalted in our lifestyle, the way we live, our identity. You know, you don't have to. We understand people come with tattoos. We understand people have piercings. We understand people have backgrounds. We understand you might have killed somebody. We understand you might have robbed somebody. We understand you might have hurt somebody. You might have shot somebody. You might have stabbed somebody. You might have done the worst thing. You might have been adulterous. You might have been a tempter. You might have been somebody who who had done the worst, you know, and we can get into many other crimes. And we know it gets difficult once we reach these gray areas. We understand. 
but salvation is for everyone. Amen. Point and simple. Our, do- our doctrine has certain things that yeah, we have to resort to and we have to commend in our, in our lifestyle, right? And things that we have to do. But the main objective here, the main source, these stones, these, these uncut stones, these natural ways, these, these uh, uh, perfect truths, if you can say, you know, yeah. they have to reside in this temple, this place of worship, this, this place where, where God is supposed to be invited, where God is supposed to be welcomed. This temple, you know, these stones have to be set at an altar. You don't have to put them any which way, but they have to be gathered in order for yeah. things to be lifted up to God. Here, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. We're almost done with this. It says, Don't you know that yourselves are God's temple? And that God's spirit dwells in your midst. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred. And you together are that temple. So now it references the body of Christ. You and I. The guest, person who is hearing me, friend, uh, uh, brother, sister, whoever you are. Whoever is taking time out of the day to listen to us. If we destroy God's temple, if we cause discord amongst the people we go to church with, amongst the people in our lives, if we cause any sort of distraction that will affect your mind, your state of mind, your 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 uh, your peace, anything like that, that will destroy any sort of uh, just benevolence that God has given you, and just that perfect mindset, right? If we do anything like that, we're destroying God's temple. We're affecting others. We're becoming a nuisance, and we're becoming a virus that God will. And I, be, and I will tell you, personally, he won't come and smite you. Mm-hmm. He won't, he, he's not going to do that. He's a loving God. Yes, he's a wrathful God. We know that he, he, he is wrathful. Go back and read the Old Testament. He'll, man, he did stuff to some people. Like that. Oh, yeah. But we know he's a just God. We know that he is a perfect God. You know that he is 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 loving and endearing he, he loves his people he loves the people who worship him he loves those who seek him right you don't have to be perfect let's let's make that clear you do not have to be perfect but you are made not perfect whole complete you yeah. are you are completed in him in in his in his uh, the choices that he has for you in the lifestyle that can be yours if you choose so whether today tomorrow sometime in the future or if you have already done it you've already chosen salvation you've gotten baptized you're already active in your church like a lot of us are in our community awesome we praise God for that but these stones the ones we talked about being merciful being uh, 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 being forgiving seeking the goodness in, in, in all things you know with first God and then everything else will come around and it's right. it's perfect time everything will come in its perfect time you know and um, respecting others and respecting yourself ladies respecting you uh, having the decency to to say no having uh, the strength and courage to say yes when it's necessary to say no right. that's not who I am and guys being being courteous and thought empathetic enough to know when to stop 
when yeah. when to when to pursue when to stop when to be persistent when to seek you know all those things entitled right and lastly being kind we don't know what everyone is experiencing at this space moment time period ever we don't know you and i could be suffering a huge loss you and i could be suffering a, a huge dilemma or we could be blessed beyond belief you know we don't know but the last thing god calls is for you to come and start ruining things right you know yeah. you don't want to get in somebody's way at the same time you know you also want people to pour into you so make that available to others first right and all that thing all that stuff will come and find you what goes around comes around it's not a practice of karma it's not a practice it's a general knowledge that we know that if you do good good will come back why because if your testimony is good if the people that you engage with you've impacted them in a good way uh if if the people see that you're responsible the people see that you are available yeah this vessel will have it will have things poured into it as well i'm an example yeah. I, i've always poured into people uh granted i've done my share of wrong i'm not gonna say no i've stolen i've never killed nobody but you know i've done things that haven't been great in the eyes of god just i'm sure as you have you know mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter you know what you identify as come to christ come to christ come yeah. to know jesus come to know uh a uh, uh, an absolute truth that will really change your life that will do it for the better come to know a god that is is, is ready to love you without asking for anything back you know i was telling a friend of mine that um i hate seeing her i hate seeing how she hurts herself sometimes yeah. knowing that she could be doing so much better but it's just the, the 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 having the heart to try to see the good things in people when they're not there yeah and sometimes it's like that you know do you think god probably sees us i know sometimes when he when he talks to us he says like no don't go do that you know it's gonna hurt you you know you're gonna stub oh, your yeah. toe you know you're gonna get your heart broken you know you're gonna you're gonna get hurt you know that something's gonna go missing you know that all this stuff is happening but every single time he'll come you come back and cry like ah, i don't sorry i did it but yeah. he's like what did i tell you he won't tell you that he says it's all right i know i know it's hard you know and he'll wrap you in his loving arms and just tell you everything's okay but at the same time he'll you know he gives you leeway into 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 uh he doesn't give you a collar he gives you leeway into you know your leash or whatever so that you can see what it's like on the other side if you wanted to right but know that when you come back you know if you're that prodigal son know that when you leave you know god is still expecting you to come back and he'll be ready to receive you with open arms whether you've done good or bad so setting the stones being merciful is one of them forgiving others is another good stone seeking goodness respecting others being kind you wanted simple things to kind of build your your christian life on do this which first was it about the commandments about saying uh i remember they were telling jesus i think it was the pharisees trying to get jesus in a mix-up and asking uh well what law should we follow you know what what commandments should we follow oh 
That's in, uh, I believe that, I think that's in, uh, it's Matthew. Yeah, do you think you can pull that verse up? Or that conversation they had with him? I think that's that's when they, uh, they bring in the, the adulterous woman. When they ask him which of these is, uh, is greatest, you know, which is most important to follow. And he sums it up sums up all these Ten Commandments and the 600 plus laws, I think. <laughs> oh, no, I think that's a different one. Yeah. Um, I think that's when uh, Jesus says um, uh, to love your neighbor as yourself. Is that the one that you're talking about or yeah. is that a different one? Yeah. To love your neighbor as oh, okay. you love yourself and to not uh, have any gods before him. What's that verse? Looking through here. Yeah, it's Matthew 22, 39. Can you read this? Oh, but you need the whole context, huh? Um, well, at least the part where they start talking about it. When they start addressing. Oh, so it says uh, 35. It says one of them, an expert in religious law tried to trap him with this question teacher which is the most important commandment in the law of moses 37 oh sorry this is matthew 22 uh and i read from 35 36 and now i'm um, reading uh, verse 37 that says jesus replied you must love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul and all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment 39 and the and a second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself and then the last verse it says uh verse 40 it says the entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments can, so, you, can you read those two commandments again please 39 jesus replied you must love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul and all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment verse 39 a second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself hey guys <laughs> if you'd like to hear the episodes live please make sure to follow our social media platforms to engage with us on a live stream on the links down below we want to go ahead and encourage you to continue keeping the faith and be a beacon of light for others. If you'd like us to pray for you, feel free to reach out. Thank you for all your continuous support. May his word be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path.